You have arrived at your destination. Hey guys, your resident cartoon junkie Brandon Jones here for a solo episode once again. And uh, this time I'm going to be talking about stuff coming out in 2019, not just anime though. That was uh, a few weeks ago back in December. I talked about everything coming out from the anime studios and all the stuff that I was excited for in anime. But this time I wanted to focus on animation, such as the difference between anime and animation is basically anything developed and designed and created outside of Japan. I have that distinction because anime is the literal term for animation in Japan, so it, it obviously anime has a style about it, and I, I sort of keep that categorized as its own thing just because it's so prolifically its own thing. Um, but what I do like to do is I like to cover them in kind of a separate manner because there's cultural differences and things that are presented as Western animation and things that are presented as anime. Um, so that's why I like to kind of make those distinctions in a few, in a few different ways. Uh, it might be weird to some people, but I do like to make that distinction, cartoons and anime being different things. Um, but I kind of make the distinction all the time. Most people do. Uh, but you know, I, I like to separate them in certain ways. If you'll, if you've watched any of my, Animation awards. I always separate uh, anime as being its own separate category, but I also include it in the best animation, so I'm a little weird with it, but whatever. That's what I'm going to do, and I'm not going to stop. So uh, what I'd like to cover today is all the cool animated series that are coming out this year, um, and the animated movies that are coming out. So the movies, there's 17 animated movies coming out this year, which is kind of shocking, um, that there's so many, and the animated series coming out this year is is huge. Uh, once again, not a lot from Cartoon Network, uh, but quality, I think, over quantity for Cartoon Network this time. Uh, so let's hope for, hope for that, because last year, again, they only had two series, which was uh, Cybertron Cyberverse, or uh, Transformers Cyberverse, and uh, Summer Camp Island, and I think that's all that they had last year. So once again, they're going with uh, two new animated series. They might have other ones coming out, but the only ones they're really um, flexing are, are these two. Uh, but, you know, there, there's other stuff coming out. TBS is, is coming out with, uh, with, with a new one. Uh, other stuff is happening. Disney really cramming them out. They're doing a great job. Uh, Nickelodeon's got some returns of some old favorites, because they can't think of anything new, I guess. Um, but let's get into all that. A lot of indie animation stuff, too, which, uh, seems to be, seems to be the, the year for indie animation, uh, actually. Let's hope that all these things come out, because as we know, animation is a very hard thing to keep up with, so it's hard, it's easy to lose track and for things to be delayed or not come out or things to fall apart just because there's so many moving parts when it comes to creating an animation that 
you really have to have a dedicated team that's gonna get those things done. Otherwise, it, it could just fall apart in a second, or you need more money in like five minutes. You know, it, it's crazy. Uh, that's why big studios have to have to make it, and why they have to sell a lot of toys to keep being made. Animation is a is a ruthless, ruthless, terrible uh, uh, corporate uh, a, a, a field of, of of work, but the. Everything that comes out of it is wonderful. So uh, all of the product is wonderful. So let's hope that that will uh, stem any of those problems and we'll get some really good animation this year, hopefully. Uh, let's go on to the animated series coming out from Cartoon Network. Uh, again, some quality over quantity. Victor and Valentino, uh, which was a pilot that was launched around the same time as another very famous uh, pilot uh, for Cartoon Network, uh, they picked up both of these, obviously. Um, so, uh, Victor and Valentino is about these two kids, two Hispanic kids, going through kind of a Coco, uh, Dias de los Muertos uh, type of world. Um, the pilot's very good, uh, very boyish humor. Uh, I, I like both of the main characters, the, uh, the main kids. Uh, they come off as, as brothers very well. Um, you know, but it, siblings have been done so much better since uh, since the days of past. Siblings are always uh, they're always you know they've always been antagonistic towards one another in animation. What's up, twerp? Yeah, that 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 constant kind of thing. Uh, but now, since like the days of Gravity Falls and uh, things like that, brothers brothers and brothers and sisters and sisters will like they'll they have a much more robust real type relationship with each other now so uh victor and valentino have that they obviously don't get along all the time they're brothers but they're not you know uh they're not always on each other's case and it's they're they're actually you know they get along it, it, it feels like a real brother tandem so uh that that looks a lot like a lot of fun and uh i'm excited for it the other one is the the huge one that everybody's been waiting on and we actually got uh, confirmation from this uh i think think last year no it was two years ago i think it was christmas of 2017 that this was that this was okayed uh but infinity train by owen dennis is getting its uh go ahead which is fabulous fantastic uh infinity train if you have not seen that pilot go type infinity train into youtube and watch that pilot it's fantastic um it has ernie hudson as a corgi uh, it's, uh, it, it's got Ashley Johnson from, uh, The Last of Us, uh, fame. She plays Ellie in Last of Us and many, many other things, but for the general audience, if you're, if you're a general audience and not just animation lover, you will know her from Last of Us, uh, as Ellie. Um, she's also reprising that role in Last of Us 2, coming at the end of 2019, I believe. Uh, once again, swan-songing the, uh, the PS, the, the PlayStation, uh, generation. So PS4 will probably, that'll probably be the last big game for PS4. Uh, but, uh, yes, Ashley Johnson is, uh, plays, uh, Tulip, uh, who's going through a giant train that apparently goes on for infinity. Uh, she has a number that's glowing on her hand that, uh, she doesn't really understand. It changes at intervals or when certain things occur. Um, so... We're not entirely certain what the numbers mean or if there's anyone else on this train because each train car is a different world. So obviously there's like other things that live on the train itself, but if there's anyone else that's sort of exploring this world or whatever. Uh, but Owen Dennis has confirmed that the story does have a beginning, middle, and end. So he has it all planned out. It will have a completed story. Uh, I don't know how many seasons. It could be three. It could be just the two, like Gravity Falls. 
Although Gravity Falls needed three, and I think was supposed to be three, and they cut it uh, because Disney is ruthless. Uh, but no, um, so I'm uh, pretty excited for the beginning, middle, end aspect of Infinity Train, which is funny because it's called Infinity Train. Uh, and the the prospect of it could probably go on for a long time. You could really explore that quite a bit. Um, but I'm stoked for Infinity Train. I can't wait for it. I, I've been excited since the pilot because I even said when the pilot happened, it was it was sort of like, oh, will they pick it up? And I was kind of like, they have to. This is one of the biggest pilots. Like it had like two million views. It was insane uh, for a pilot for an animation. So they had to pick it up. And there were rumors that they were going to be picking it up long before they even announced it. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. So can't wait for that. It's going to be great, and I'm excited. So uh, moving on, TBS has a new show possibly. Coming out in 2019. They also have Final Final Space Season 2. That has been confirmed. That will be in Season 2 as well. Uh, Final Space was a pretty pretty decent hit for them, uh, which was great. And that's also on Verve now, Season 1, if you have Verve, because I plug Verve all the time. Uh, but sub- Final Space Season 1 is available there. But Season 2 uh, will, be happen- will be going on, uh, will be happening again, so, or, you know, will be happening on TBS. Uh, so I'm excited for that. I loved Final Space 1, so we'll see uh, how that story progresses, because it was left on a cliffhanger, so hopefully we'll get some, uh, yeah, some good resolution to all the stuff that's been going on in that. I'm excited for Final Space, but uh, TBS also has a brand new uh, series uh, coming out, which is called Close Enough. Uh, This has been plugged for about, for over a year. I remember hearing about this way early in 2018, maybe even late 2017, I'm not sure. But it's from J.G. Quintel, uh, creator of Regular Show. Um, and it's about uh, these parent, these young uh, young parents kind of transitioning from their 20s to their 30s. So they're still in that sort of like college mindset, but kind of trying to grow up because they, they have a daughter and they're just, they're trying to not be idiots. I guess, uh, but it's an adult cartoon, uh, which is what J.G. Quintel always wanted to do with regular show, obviously. Uh, he always kind of pushed the envelope of, like, what was allowed on a kid's show in that anyway. Um, and if you'll see the original pilot for regular show that uh, has Rigby and I think, I, I think, uh, uh, one I forget which other character it was, but they literally just get high while working at a convenience store, so. Uh, but it, this, this seems to mimic a lot of, like, J.G. Quintel, like, uh, style humor. It's very, uh, it's very goofy. It's very retro uh, references. He loves his retro references. He loves talking about arcades and Nintendo and old TV shows and VHSs, stuff like that. It seems to have a lot of that. It seems to mimic a lot of his life, uh, and it's it's very close to my age as well. So it's probably why I enjoy it so much. Uh, but close enough looks very fun. Looks really good. Uh, and it looks funny. Uh, it looks very funny, but it's not for kids. Definitely not. It's definitely different. Uh, but the trailer for it was was forever. There's hints that it's coming out this year, but there has been no confirmation that it's coming out. But they keep saying soon. It's probably finished. Like it's a probably done product, uh, and and just ready to go. So because there's been full trailers of of episodes. It's either. It's either finished or it has a full at least six, I imagine, already done. So um, given all the time, it probably has a full 13 episodes just ready to go. So uh, TBS, get on that, release it, we'll see what happens. So it seems uh, seems pretty 
pretty made for your for your channel. Honestly, it's that kind of type of humor. It seems uh, you got American Dad on there and all the adults cartoon humor. Do it, launch it, put it on a block with Final Space. Let's see, you know, let it, let it, let it ride. Uh, so that's it for TBS, but Nickelodeon has some new stuff, or old stuff, one would say. Uh, so yeah, Nickelodeon's got Rocco's Modern Life Static Cling, uh, which is a special. I think it's only about a half-hour special. It's just supposed to be one of those launch specials, which is weird because, like, the fact that it's coming out so late, because it was, it was announced for 2018, and it was supposed to, because, uh, Hey Arnold, the movie, the Jungle movie, came out in 2017, which was a relaunch for all their Splat stuff. They kind of had that resurgence of like, oh, here's our old stuff kind of coming back, and they they uh, they launched the, the Hey Arnold movie, which was great. I, th- I thought it was fantastic. I talked about it on this a little bit. Uh, Helga Pataki, still one of the best characters in animation. In animation. Um, Rocco's Modern Life Static Kling was also announced to come out, I think, the next year, and they were going to do a new special like every year, because uh, Invader Zim was going to come after out after that. But for some reason, Rocco got passed over, or it just didn't come out. I don't know what it was, but you know how studio big studios are. Sometimes they just decide to do a thing because a suit in a, in a, in a, in a building decided, I will delay it. So Rocco's Modern Life Static Kling, still no actual word on whether or not it's going to come out. Now, it might come out on Netflix because Netflix has a new deal with Viacom, so it might be on Netflix as well. I have no idea, so it's a little weird there. But they also have Splat, so I imagine it'll be on Splat, which is their streaming service. Uh, who knows? Uh, Rocco's Modern Life Static Cling is slated for this year, as well as, I mentioned earlier, Invader Zim Enter the Florbus, uh, which is a new Invader Zim movie. Uh, I think it's a full-length feature film, I think. Uh, it's, uh, it might just be an hour, but it might be an hour and a half. I'm not entirely certain. Um, but Invader Zim, Enter the Florbus, it had a, it had a trailer and it's coming. It's definitely coming in 2019 because it had a trailer at Comic-Con at uh, San Diego Comic-Con. So it's got a full, uh, it's got a full release coming. And I think it's in summer. I think it's in the summer. Okay. We're going to do, they were going to do all these in the summer. Hey Arnold was in the summer. Rocco was going to be in the summer. And now Invader Zim is going to be this summer. So it's definitely coming out, and it's by the original original creator. All the original voice actors are back. It's it's going to be a whole thing. So And the animation looks dead on, exactly like the original. Crazy weird angles and, and weird designs and strange backgrounds and just... I, just the guys having a having a blast doing it, so it looks it looks really cool. Looks pretty awesome. Uh, Netflix, not a whole lot of new stuff from Netflix. We got a lot of season twos from Shira. Season two of uh, Three Below, I think, will be out this year as well. Uh, so they're continuing all their other stuff. But Twelve Forever, which was a Cartoon Network pilot a while ago, uh, Twelve Forever is about a girl who can go inside of her own imaginary world and kind of be. Uh, a twelve-year-old superhero, I guess, and uh, you know, fight whatever evil things that uh, are in there, and like imagine, you know, her, you know, imagine superpowers for her friends and stuff like that. It was fine. I didn't really like connect with that special very much. Um, I thought the main character was kind of uh, was kind of annoying, um, but you know, whatever. It, it it looks fine. Again, I maybe they'll improve on that a little bit, but. I'm not super excited about that one, but it is something that's coming out for Netflix, and it's a new one. Uh, they also have other new stuff, I think, that I talked about already. 
we'll get back to that, but that's the only one I had on this slated for. So, 12 Forever, coming out on Netflix. Uh, go check it out if you want. Um, indie animation. Uh, a lot of indie animation coming out this time. Uh, uh, has Been Hotel, that's H-A-Z-B-I-N, Has Been Hotel. It's about a hotel in hell uh, that is trying to rehabilitate uh, the citizens of of the underworld to kind of, like, not be evil. Um, pretty interesting, uh, uh, concept, uh, but that's going to be created by Vivian, uh, Medrano or Vizipop, Vizipop, I think is her name on YouTube. I watch her, uh, I watch her, her, uh, live drawings all the time. I recommended one of her shorts, um, which was, uh, I it was like a dance, oh man, what was that short called? Uh, Timber. I talked about Timber, which was her old, uh, uh, her, uh, pilot kind of a show or not really a pilot but it was a little short that she did and it was gorgeous i absolutely love her style it's it's got an old ren and stimpy feel to it uh a lot of like uh joanna davidovich who is another animator on uh on youtube uh just really old school uh very wacky kind of a style but the animation for Has Been Hotel, it looks very fluid. It's also very adult, so no kids for that one. But, uh, like, F-word is, F-bombs are dropped all the time on that, even on the trailers and everything. But if you want to see what her style is like, uh, Vivzipop is uh, V-I-V-Z-I-E-P-O-P. Vivzipop is her name on YouTube, and she has tons of, of speed drawings and uh, character designs and all sorts of stuff all over it. It, it, it looks fantastic. So, um, and uh, she's got a lot of uh, little little podcast kind of things too that uh, you can listen to and uh, hear her talk about uh, animation that she looks that looks cool to her. Uh, but yeah, it's got a big backing on uh, on Kickstarter, I think, or Indiegogo, one of the two. Uh, has an official trailer out, and it should be out for 2019. But again, you know how these things go; it might not come out in 2019. Who knows? Other one is Long Gone Gulch, uh, The Adventures of Rawhide and Snag. This is another indie animation off of YouTube uh, from YouTubers Tara Billinger and Zach Bellissimo. Um, it's a, it's an Old West style, again, very much like uh, Vizipop style, uh, Vivian, uh, Vivian Medrano style, uh, very uh, Ren and Stimpy-esque. Um, there's other cartoons that have that style, but just that really warped, uh, angular style uh, of things, but uh, really cool world that they've built. It's like a it's like an alien uh, old west alien world old west kind of look to it. Uh, you know, giant sandworms and uh, creepy uh, animal people and stuff like that. But it's about um, it's about Rawhide and Snag, who are these two characters that are basically trying to bring law in the, into a lawless world. The basic. Uh, Western type of situation, but it looks really cool. Definitely go give that a look. Uh, Long Gone Gulch. Uh, it's kickstarted, ready to go, and it's slated for 2019. We'll see if it hits it again. Um, another one that uh, is coming out. Now this one, if you'll remember, if you'll go back to my first episode, I believe it's either my first or second episode. It might be my first. The first episode of Animation Destination. I'm calling. You know what? I'm just gonna make a. I'm gonna make a bold statement. If I'm wrong, correct me. First episode of Animation Destination, Animation Destination 1, the first ever uh, animation recommendation was Hullabaloo by James Lopez, uh, which was supposed to be a short uh, steampunk 2D animated uh, film. Um, it's supposed to be drawn all and drawn on paper, all that stuff. 
it was supposed to come out, I think, two years ago. I think, no, it might have been... Yeah, I think it was supposed to come out in 2018, now that I think about it. Um, but it was a long time coming. No, it was supposed to be 2016, I think. Yeah, it was supposed to come out in 2016. And it, it just, you know, obviously, because it's 2D animation, there's so much to do in 2D animation, it's insane. So, obviously, things get delayed. Uh, but they kept their production uh, updates pretty regular. They would tell you what was going on, where things were. Uh, the last production update, however, recently was in October of 2018, and that's probably the longest stretch they've had without an update on their Indiegogo. They do still update slightly on their Facebook, but they really should update their Indiegogo backers. Um, uh, personally, they've given out all the... I think they've given out all the... Um, uh, the perks or, or the lower tier perks for things. Uh, I think they've already done that, like the wallpapers and all that stuff. Uh, digital art book, I think they released, but I don't think they've released the printed art book for things, and they haven't released the animated short, uh, the animated shorts yet. However, they said they are ninety nine percent done with all animation. Um, so that just leaves the cleanups for, I don't know how many percentage of the cleanups they have done. Um, and, but they have the, the, the backgrounds are being done and stuff like that. So it, it, it seems, it seems interesting. And, uh, the shorts will be out. They, they were talking about shorts for the summer of 2018. Didn't happen. So hopefully if, since they're done with all the animation and it's just left with cleanups, Again, it just depends on how much, how many man hours you have for that sort of thing. Uh, this was, you know, uh, you know, crowdfunded, and it's being independently done by James Lopez and his team. So hopefully, maybe, perhaps, this is not a 100%. 2019, we'll finally get to see a, a look at Hullabaloo. And, uh, yeah, so hopefully, I'm, I'm hoping for it, because I backed this. This is one of the first things I backed way back in the day. Uh, this and... Uh, yeah, it was this and uh, Half Genie Hero, Shantae, Half Genie Hero, and I got Half Genie Hero last year, so here's hoping that Hullabaloo will be this year, and we'll, I'll have all my Indiegogo backed things that I that I that I backed way back in the day. So, uh, but that's gonna, no, sorry, Disney. Haven't covered Disney because that's the big one. <laughs> sorry, but uh, and that'll cover all the series. We'll move on to the movies that I'm that, that are coming out. Disney uh, has some great. Great-looking stuff coming out. First, uh, they've got Milo Murphy's Law Season 2. If you haven't checked out Milo Murphy's Law, go check that out. If you like if you like Phineas and Ferb, you'll enjoy that. If you like Weird Al Yankovic, you'll enjoy that. He's the main character. He's Milo. Um, it's a fun little show. It's got a bunch of interweaving, connecting things to it. A uh, little more sci-fi action-adventure than Phineas and Ferb in certain ways. Uh, but it's about this kid named Milo who is cursed with Murphy's Law, whereas wherever he goes, it's... You know, bad luck happens wherever he goes. Uh, but he's not—he's not a down and dour kind of guy, obviously, because he's Weird Al Yankovic. So he's very happy and chipper, and uh, he just sort of lives his life. And his friends, you know, sort of just have to deal with the fact that th- bad things happen. But of course, they—they they took that and they raised the bar really quickly with that, to where things just kind of escalated to astronomically crazy things. Uh, occurred very quickly, and I thought that was interesting. I thought that would be like a, a season three type of thing, but now you've got like time traveling and world domination things kind of occurring because of Murphy's Law or like sort of uh, connected with it. 
it, it's very interesting. So uh, it, it's a fun little cartoon. Definitely check it out. Uh, if you liked Phineas and Ferb, you'll like this. They even have a crossover that aired a few weeks ago, I believe, that was put on hold for the entirety of 2018, which is really weird because uh, this show premiered, I think, in 2017, and it just went on hiatus for a full year. Uh, and it was a it was a cliffhanger that was going to be like, oh, it's going to cross over with Phineas and Ferb, and we just didn't get it in 2018. The entire thing just went unreleased. Very bizarre, very weird. Uh, I don't know why that happened, uh, but it did. So we'll be getting it in 2019, obviously, because it already aired, and more episodes coming from there. Uh, it's an interesting thing. Star versus the Forces of Evil Season 4 is slated for this year, and it is also probably, from speculation, going to be the final season, uh, which is kind of okay for me. I really love this show, but... I want it to go out on a high. I don't want it to overlast, you know, overstay its welcome. And I think it's it's kind of it's reaching the titular end of its of its series run. Um, there's a few, there's I think they got one more good season in them. There could be other ideas that could pop in from here, which is fine. But I think they got one more good season left, one more really good launch, and then I think they can they can they can call it a show, and uh, I'd be okay with it. If it gets to season five, I'm cool with that, too, as long as there's an idea there. Uh, but, uh, you know, Star is a fantastic show. It's it's uh, won my top show uh, from two years ago. Yeah, in 2017, it won best show uh, of, of, the, uh, of that year. It's fantastic. I absolutely love Star. I love that show. Uh, definitely check that out when it comes out. But now... They've got new series coming out uh, in Disney. There's a few that don't have a whole lot to them. There's one called The Rocketeer. Don't get too excited, though. Uh, now, this looks fine. Uh, there's nothing wrong with it, but uh, it's not going to be an action-adventure kind of show based off of The Rocketeer. It is based off of The Rocketeer of the same name because uh, they've had that property for a long time, ever since the movie back in the back in 1980. No? When, when, when did that movie come out? Ninety. Ninety-one. When did the Rocketeer come out? It was forever ago. Uh, early '90s, late '80s, somewhere. Around. I think it was the late late '90s, early '90s. Uh, but uh, the Rocketeer, uh, one of my all-time favorite designs of a superhero ever. Um, but it's going to be a Disney Junior Channel cartoon, um, which is a bit disappointing because it's 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 an odd choice. It's a bit of an odd duck to be released for a Junior show. Um, but Disney Junior shows have proven to be pretty, pretty good for, uh, for your two to five year olds and stuff like that. Uh, there's only one image of this and it's a little kid with a rocket kind of looking outward out of a barn. So, uh, I'm assuming that might be, uh, the main character of it and he's got a rocket, kid's got a rocket. It could be a boy or a girl. I'm not even sure. Uh, but Kids got a rocket, and I guess they're gonna rock it around and stuff like that. There's literally one image of the show. There's no speculation, just that it's a Disney Junior show based off of the Rocketeer. And it's, okay, sure, we'll, we'll see. But you know, D- Disney Disney does good stuff typically, so we'll see. Uh, Viking School has a lot of promotional stuff, uh, as you could tell. It's a school of Vikings, but it's also spelled Viking S K O O L, all one word. Viking School and um. 
it looks pretty fun. Uh, the, the designs look absolutely gorgeous. They look they look fun. They look cool. They look awesome. Um, I, I haven't seen any animation for it yet, but it is slated for 2019 release. There been, hasn't been a whole lot of talk about it. It is kind of bringing back vibes of Dave the Barbarian, and that's totally okay because I really enjoyed Dave the Barbarian. Uh, if you didn't, you ever saw Dave the Barbarian? Go check that out. That's hard to find, actually. Hopefully Disney streaming service will kind of resurge that a little bit because that was a that was a cartoon that was out around the time of Kim Possible and that that was a fun that was a fun show to watch I, I like that a lot um, but that show Viking School looks really cool um, I I'm I'm really excited for the character designs and everything and I hope the animation looks interesting because the character designs look interesting I would like to see it kind of take a take a different look to it because. I'm all about having different looks of, of things, so uh, that looks really cool. Um, the other cool shows coming out that look great, these two shows look fantastic. I'm super excited about these, pretty much as much as Infinity Train for these two. Uh, Amphibia uh, by Matt by Matt Braley. Uh, he, or Brawley, I'm not sure, B-R-A-L-Y. Uh, but Matt Braley is, uh, it, it's Amphibia. They've released a full trailer of this one uh, in San Diego Comic-Con in 2018. It was on a phone for a little while, but then they they finally released it officially, I believe. Uh, but Amphibia is about Anne, who gets transported into this magical land inhabited by anthropomorphic frog people. Uh, I think she befriends one named Snag or Snig. I forget his name. Uh, but yeah. Uh, it looks really cool. It looks very Gravity Falls, extremely Gravity Falls. Matt Braley is a uh, veteran from Gravity Falls. He did a lot of the storyboard work and a lot of animation on that show. Um, it looks absolutely gorgeous. Uh, the character designs are very cool. The backgrounds are as crisp and wonderful as Gravity Falls looks. Uh, there's an overarching story. The the Because what they showed at, at uh, San Diego Comic-Con was the opening, uh, uh, the title sequence. And it it's... So Gravity Falls. The, the 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 music sounds Gravity Falls. The lighting is so Gravity Falls. The uh, the way things sort of like you can see clues to like a hidden story, like within certain frames of things. And oh man, it looks really cool. I can't wait for it. It looks so awesome. So I'm really excited about that. Amphibia is definitely on my to watch list for sure. Um, the other show from Disney that looks absolutely fantastic is from another Gravity Falls, uh, um, veteran. She's also done work on the new DuckTales cartoon, which is fabulous as well. Uh, The Owl House, uh, by Dana Terrace. Uh, Dana Terrace, again, like I said, Gravity Falls, new DuckTales, uh, fantastic, uh, uh, resume right there. Uh, The Owl House looks really cool. It's about this girl named Luce who goes into kind of a kind of an underworld realm, I guess. It's a horror comedy, so it's going to be very Gravity Falls in that regard as well, uh, whereas Amphibia kind of has, like, the look of it. Uh, this is sort of, like, probably going to have more of the humor style that Gravity Falls had, because Gravity Falls had some really disturbing type of humor, and uh, I, I applaud Disney for that. It, it just it feels like they're kind of allowing kids to be a little bit of afraid. <laughs> like, I don't know. Is, there's something that's that's... Something when you trust an audience to enjoy a thing more so than pander to it, it it gets more of a it gets more of a good vibe from me, and and Disney seems to be doing that a lot more. So 
I'm excited for the Owl House. I think it looks gorgeous. Uh, go check out those character designs. They look really cool. Sort of a Gravity Falls, but a little mix of anime into it. it looks kind of looks kind of anime-ish. Uh, but uh, yeah, it looks awesome. Can't wait for it. Uh, more horror comedy from from uh, work people who worked on Gravity Falls. So you can't go wrong with that. I'm uh, Disney. Disney has a slate that I am down for for new shows. I'm. I'm, it's going to be a real big competition, Owl House, Amphibian, Amphibia, and uh, Viking School for best animated show, I think. I think one of those three is probably going to take it, but I'm super excited for any of those. Let's move on to the movies coming out. Uh, there are 17 animated movies coming out in 2018 um, that I know of and uh, that are listed, I think, on Cartoon Brew. Um, Cartoon Brew, not a huge fan of that website, uh, but they do have uh, a decent category. They do have a decent catalog of things uh, sometimes where they just say, hey, here's what's coming out. And that's what I like about them when they just do, you know, uh, little bits of news and they just drop out little bits of news. It's very nice. So uh, let's uh, get into that, shall we? Um, and I think these are all in order of release, perhaps. Uh, yes, I believe they are in order of release. Um, so, let's go down the list of things that look cool and the ones that look okay. We got Lego Movie 2, the second part. Uh, everybody loved the Lego Movie back in, uh, when it came out. I thought that movie was great. I didn't go see it in the theater. I didn't, I wasn't really trusting it to be as great as it was. Everybody said it was awesome, so I was kind of like, oh, okay, maybe it is awesome. I, I, it looked funny. It just didn't look like it was going to hold my attention for an hour and a half. Uh, but turns out that movie was fantastic, absolutely spectacular. Uh, Chris Lord uh, and um, uh, Lord and Miller—I forget their names. Uh, Lord and Miller, I know their last names. Uh, you know, they're you know they're they're a titular uh, director group now because of that movie, um, and they're coming back for this one, and it looks pretty good. It's going to continue the whole idea of like the the sister Legos kind of coming in. Um, and, uh, it, I don't know if they're going to be able to capture the same feel from the first one, though. Like, because, like, the whole idea of the first one and the the ending of it, like, made so much sense. And you kind of saw it coming, but it was kind of, like, different and new. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I don't know if you can capture that again. Because that's kind of what a lot of the, the, uh, that's kind of what a lot of the, the vibe of it was. Was just the idea that. Like the the ending was a twist ending, but not really. So it, it, I don't know if you can capture that feel again, but we'll see if they can they can do something at least similar to it. I, I don't know. Uh, How to Train Your Dragon three, Dragons three coming out. The Hidden World. I do like that they. It's interesting they dropped the three off of it. I think uh, DreamWorks just dropped the three, and it's called The Hidden World because I think they want to continue this on. It's one of their bigger franchises, so I don't think they're going to stop this franchise anytime soon uh but they did finish off the netflix series which leads up to i think the second one and then this one is the first kickoff into the new into the new stuff and i think they're gonna have another series there's been rumors they're gonna have another series that takes off after this one after this time skip forward so um they're they're, they're continuing with this franchise people really dig it uh, and I think that's going to be a thing that they do. But you know, we've got uh, we've got a new dragon uh, that's like a albino, uh, toothless, a light fury, if you will. Uh, it looks interesting enough. Um, I, I wasn't a big, huge fan of How to Train Your Dragon two or the TV series. 
I think the first one kind of hit all the notes that that series needed to hit, and they just kind of keep going back to that same thing of, you know, like, we shouldn't uh, be, we shouldn't discriminate against things that are different. It's like, yeah, I get it. I got it in the first one. We don't, I don't know if I need to watch it a hundred times again. And of course the trailer hits this, this, this stride of like, like we've never faced a villain like this before. It's a guy capturing dragons. You've literally faced this villain like 8,000 times in the second movie and the, and the series. You've definitely faced a villain like this before. Uh, it's just bigger, I guess. Um, so, but you know, it looks fine. It looks good. Uh, I, I'm certainly not going to hate it by any stretch. I just don't know how much I'm going to really, uh, invest, uh, in, how much I'm going to get really invested into it. Cause the second one didn't really wow me. Uh, interestingly enough, animation looks beautiful though. It, it, all three of the animations of that, of that series are beautiful and this looks even more stellar. So I'm excited to look at it at the very least. Um, Next up is Wonder Park by Paramount Pictures. Uh, yeah, that's a movie that's coming out. <laughs> I have very little to talk about that. Um, it's about a little girl who meets a bunch of talking animals and they build a park together and there's zombie monkeys and it looks really silly and I don't know. There's not a whole lot about it that I'm excited about for that one. Uh, so that's happening. Missing Link. This is the new Leica picture. And I'm... I think this is going to be a good movie, but it's the first real step into full-on comedy, I feel like, from Laika. Uh, this looks to be a full comedy. Um, and, and I don't know. Like, it, it's sort of funny. There's funny parts. I'm not a big Zach Galifianakis fan, and I feel like that's going to be where a lot of the humor is the crux of is Zach Galifianakis, and I'm like, all right, I'm okay with that. I'm not going to hate on it, but um, it's about a it's about a Bigfoot that's sort of like uh, he's he's more like he's definitely like as um, he's more advanced than than you would think. He he can speak, he can you know talk and everything like that. And this upper crusty kind of uh, uh, um, British guy discovers him because he sends him a letter, and so now he's trying to kind of, I guess, incorporate him into society. It's it's a little weird, but he's also taking him to go see his cousins, the Yetis, I guess, over, and so that's happening. The character designs look fantastic, and the animation looks great. Uh, it, I don't think it's this... I don't... It, it does look like stop motion. Yes, it is stop motion, uh, but it's... Uh, it's taking advantage of CG effects as well, so uh, a little bit quicker on the um, uh, uh, development cycle, I think, so... It's not entirely uh, stop motion animation this time. It's got some it's got some CG elements to it, so we'll see what uh, how that looks. And more stuff from Leica. I'm totally cool with Leica making new things because I like everything that Leica's done, uh, even stuff that I didn't think that I would, I would enjoy. So uh, yeah, let's uh, let's see more from Leica. Um, another thing uh, coming out is Secret Life of Pets two. I was not a big fan of Secret Life of Pets one. I thought it was fine. Nothing wrong with it. It just sort of lacks that that little bit of. Uh, sorry, that was my TV. Uh, I don't know. Something about Secret Life of Pets one just wasn't that great. Um, the trailer for this one seems to be focusing on Snowball, which is Kevin Hart's character. Uh, I don't know about this one. This one seems a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I, I didn't like the first one all that much. It it lacked so much of that Disney polish 
So now they're going to have a second one. It's probably going to be about the same as that one. So nothing bad, nothing great. Not really going to, uh, not really super excited about that one. Toy Story 4. Yeah. So Disney's really kicking out the big dogs, uh, for this next one. Uh, so we got Toy Story 4 coming out. So obviously that's one of the big, huge, jacked up billion dollars. It's the straight up, uh, you know, like Toy Story 4 is a huge thing. I don't know why it's getting made into a fourth one. They did the third one. I thought it was fine. Uh, the trailers for this haven't been amazing, but I do like the spoon. I think the spoon looks interesting, but it's also going to deal with the search for Bo Peep, which she was criminally left out of the third movie, which was weird because there was like a perfect spot to keep her, and I don't know why they didn't include her in. Um, so I guess we're going to go back and kind of like fix that wrong, so that'll be interesting. Uh, there's also a spoon character that's not a toy that's like a little spoon with a face drawn on it. So we're going to get, like, some weird little tale about that, like what constitutes a toy and what doesn't, because uh, he seems to be having an existential crisis about the fact that he's not a toy. So I don't know. That, that, that seems a little bit weird. Uh, the other big one that they're, re- that they're releasing is Frozen 2, uh, the billion-dollar Frozen 2. Uh, both of these movies, were the originals were directed by uh, uh, John Lasseter, Neither, obviously, after uh, the accusations. You can go look that up. Uh, You know, so they're two big franchises returning to Disney. So that's that's interesting to see. Um, uh, Both of which I'm I'm kind of okay with. I have no problem with either of those franchises. I just don't know if I want to see any more stories by them. Frozen, I think, could, like, make... I think they should have done with Frozen what they did with Tangled. They should have made an animated series. I think it would have benefited from that. Uh, a little bit better, uh, but I'm sure the movie will be fine. Disney, again, does good stuff. I just would like to see something new. They even uh, canceled Gigantic, which is supposed to come out this year. They canceled that, like, last year, and I really was kind of excited for Gigantic, and they just sort of canned that immediately, like, a, a little bit ago. Um, I would like to see that kind of reprised. I don't know why that got canceled. I'd like to hear the story about that, honestly. Um, or research the story about that. Uh, we'll see. Uh, the Lion King, I don't care. I don't care about the Lion King, uh, re-release. Uh, there's nothing about that that I give a crap about. Um, it just, uh, look, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be good. I'm just so flatlined on all that Disney, all those Disney, uh, live action movies that are coming out. And, you know, that, I... Again, uh, sure, we'll, we'll see how they do. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, but I, I just don't care. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Wish Dragon. This is an interesting movie because there's not a whole lot about it, but it is slated for a 2019 release in China uh, by uh, Base Animation, and Sony Pictures is picking it up as well. So, And it has an American voice cast as well. So... It will be released in China in 2019. I don't know when we're getting it here, but Wish Dragon. It looks really. It, it looks pretty cool. The the uh, the designs look pretty awesome, and I I'm not certain who's doing base animation. I'm not sure who base animation is, or which ones that uh, which uh, Chinese animation studio that is. Um, but it it seems pretty cool, but. Got Jackie Chan. Uh, I love me some Jackie Chan. Anything that he does, uh, but it's about this kid who just has like a dragon, I guess, and uh, 
Like that's basically what the the things uh, sort of a genie in the bottle type of storytelling is what the what they're saying here on uh, Cartoon Brew. Um, but yeah, it'll be in for July and it's on its way to stateside uh, in Columbia Pictures and Sony. So we'll be getting that this year. Next up is Playmobil, the movie. <laughs> Remember Lego Movie? Well, that spawned a CG animated. Uh, German Playmobil movie, which is interesting. Uh, so Playmobil also had a TV series that came out that was released. Uh, I think it was released on Netflix and other places, and uh, is definitely released internationally. But I think it was released on Netflix as well. Uh, Playmobil, which is the uh, other Lego cartoon or the other Lego uh, uh, group of things. Um, so uh, it, it's interesting because. This seems to have a lot of the same type of vibe from that because it's different playset Playmobil characters kind of like all in one big thing, but it's like different characters from that because I think in the series you had a spy, you had a fairy uh, you know, from the medieval group, you had a knight from, or the fairy from like the, the, uh, the enchanted uh, group of Playmobiles, you had a knight from the medieval group, of Playmobil, and you had a pirate from the pirate group of the Playmobiles. And in that, they're kind of going through... Oh, and a future, uh, future guy, I think. There was a future character somewhere in there. So I think the spy might have been the future character. I'm not sure. Uh, but um, So that was interesting. Uh, but it, it was it was an okay show. It was fine. There was nothing wrong with it. Uh, they seem to be doing the same thing because we got a spy, a girl knight, a robot from the future, some dude in a... like I guess they're equaling the Chris Pratt like, regular guy thing, so there's a dude in, like, a Hawaiian shirt, which I guess is just, like, the normal whatever version of, of characters from Playmobil, and a Viking character, so, um, I don't know, maybe it'll be really good, maybe it'll be just as good as Lego Movie, who knows. Uh, some other stuff that's coming out that seems interesting that I have n- no really nothing about, Angry Birds 2, wasn't a big fan of Angry Birds, Angry Birds 2 is coming out, Spies in Disguise by Blue Sky Studios, Blue Sky known for Rio and... Uh, Ice Age and stuff like that. They always throw out kind of like okay-ish movies. Um, But uh, 20th Century Fox, and I guess Disney has them now, now that I think about it. So Blue Sky and 20th Century Fox Animation is keeping its own brand, but uh, it's kind of under Disney now because Disney owns everything. Um, So, yeah, uh, it was inspired by a 2009 short film uh, called Pigeon Impossible, and I remember that short film, actually. So, uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's about a kid who's with a spy, and I don't know, looks like, looks interesting enough. Uh, something called Abominable by Jill Colton and Pearl Studios in China. Not a whole lot about that. Adam's Family by MGM. I forgot that MGM was doing an Adam's Family movie. That's coming out this October. Uh, there's only ever been, like, one promotional art for this, I think. I don't think there's been much else for it, but, uh, Yeah, it looks pretty cool. And, of course, I mentioned Frozen. And now the big one that I'm excited for that I don't know if it's coming out. Klaus or Claus is coming out. So it's either Klaus or Claus. It seems to be Claus because it's talking about Santa Claus, but it's spelled like Klaus, K-L-A-U-S. Now, there is a short on this. Um, uh, It's done done by uh, 
Sergio Pablos Animation Studios in Spain. Sergio Pablos is a prolific character designer, animator. He's done work on uh, one of the most underrated Disney movies of all time, Treasure Planet. Uh, he designed a lot of the characters for that, those crazy weird aliens. Uh, but this looks fantastic, and Sergio Pablos, you will recognize his style of animation immediately. Uh, it, it has a very, uh, again, if you watch Treasure Planet, but also a 101 Dalmatians uh, kind of vibe to it. Uh, that That's the look of it entirely. Paper Man, one, if, you, if you've seen the Paper Man short, it looks a lot like that. Um, so Sergio Pablos has, did this uh, short way back in 2016. I think it was one of my... Uh, I think it was one of my animation recommendations uh, of that year, uh, one of my top ones. So SPA Studios, which is, uh, you know, uh, Sergio Paolo's animations, uh, SPA Studios did this short, and it's it's 2D animation, but done in a 3D plane, or a 3D uh, um, uh, program. So everything is 2D, everything's animated 2D, everything's animated on one flat plane, but the lighting effect and the shading effect gives everything this 3D look over top of it. And it's about this uh, mail carrier who goes to a small town uh, to basically set up a post office. But of course, nope, everybody's just sort of like grumpy and not wanting to communicate. So his whole, he wants to, you know, like, like uh, it's his job actually. He's, you know, he's in this wilderness and like nobody wants him there, but he has to like set up this post- postal service. And he meets this big, gruff kind of Santa Claus character and I think it's like the origin of Santa Claus is kind of the whole shtick of this whole thing. Uh, but it looks absolutely gorgeous. It is slated for a release in Netflix in Christmas of 2019. There's no date for it yet, and there's not a whole lot of information about it. So for something coming out in a year, it's kind of hard to believe it's going to make it because typically there's certain things about it that, that'll come out, you know, that for stuff like that. But, you know... You know, Sergio Pablos is uh, is um, directing it, and right now it is definitely slated for t- Christmas of 2019. It looks phenomenal. Go look that up. There's a full trailer of it on uh, Vimeo uh, called Klaus. It looks gorgeous. I think it was put up in 2016 in, around Christmas, but it looks absolutely gorgeous. The lighting effects look great. The character designs look old-school, Disney-esque uh, type of stuff, uh, and I'm super excited for that. And that's the last one uh, that I'm excited for because uh, there's so many of them uh, coming out this year. But that was the final. That was the final one, guys. That's it. I covered all of them. That's uh, you let me drone on for almost an hour here, which is great. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed uh, this breakdown. Hope that you, you, you liked it. Uh, got a lot of listeners nowadays, and it's been really cool uh, to hear people uh, hear from people. And I'd like to I'd like to talk to talk about some people on here. Because I didn't notice this stuff uh, until uh, a little bit last year. I had no idea that I had some new ratings on iTunes by people that I didn't know, uh, which was really cool. Um, And I'd like to uh, give some shout-outs right now. So this is a long time coming. I I didn't notice these updates. I I hardly ever go on iTunes, and uh, it's kind of crazy. But uh, I have 12 five-star ratings on iTunes, and that is... That makes me smile so much. I can't believe that I have twelve people. Because yeah, I, 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 again, I hardly ever watch it. But there's there's no other star. Twelve. I have twelve ratings, all five stars. Thank you guys so much to anyone who who because uh, it's so hard 
to 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 log in or for me it's always been like a big chore to go uh, into iTunes and like set up an account because it has to connect to freaking everything and it's such a it's such an absolute chore to do that sort of thing and uh to keep all your stuff done uh so it's nuts to see that uh but to see 12 people listen to this that listen to this gave me a five star rating that's so awesome thank you so much i hope you follow me on facebook go follow me on facebook if you cuz that's where i keep a lot of my updates going you can also follow me on twitter that'll get all my update uh facebook updates as well um but thank you so much i really appreciate it uh but there's been some reviews uh uh that i had not i actually i want to read all my reviews actually cuz there's some that uh that i haven't uh, that I, that I haven't, uh, gone through. Uh, but from way back in the day, I've got, I've got a few, this was from December 13th, 2015. I never really talk about the fan, you know, anybody who listens to my podcast. And, uh, I feel like that's, I want to get more fan engaged on this thing. And, uh, you know, and I, I feel like that's a thing that needs to happen because, uh, I'm starting to do videos this year. I'm doing video production. Um, which should be a lot of fun, uh, and I hope people really enjoy it. I hope you check those out. It'll be on the DNN's uh, YouTube channel as well as my own. I'll have other ones on my own channel and certain ones for uh, DNN as well. Uh, so, uh, yeah, please check those out. But I want to be more fan-oriented. I want to get to know guys who listen, you know, because it's really fun to see. My numbers on SoundCloud have been very good. My numbers way back in the day when we had Libsyn was very good as well. So I really want to connect with a lot more people and be more uh, fan-friendly. So this is back in December 13, 2015 uh, by a user TDP44. Uh, the love Brandon has for animation is infectious. Uh, every podcast will have you taking notes on new things to catch. Uh, and that is fantastic. Thank you so much uh, for that. Uh, again, the only thing I have is your, 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 your iTunes name. I'd have no idea what your name is, but thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. If I know you in real life, thanks a lot. <laughs> uh, Lilu 1612. Uh, I, uh, this was in July of July 3rd of 2017. I just discovered this podcast and I'm really enjoying it. I never get to hear in-depth discussions about animated series that I love like Cora or Ruby. So this is a unique thrill for me. Thank you so much. Lilu, that was very awesome of you to give me five stars and a rate and a review. Uh, I love it. Uh, thanks uh, so much for that. And here's the big one uh, from last year, actually, almost a year ago. So sorry, I, I'm just now getting to this. Uh, the review of uh, Awesome Animation Podcast by Natsu Hart Lizana. Uh, it's a fairy tale reference if you don't get that. On February 6th, 2018, on my birthday, uh, Natsu uh, Hart Lizana left me a wonderful little uh, little review on my birthday of last year, which is fantastic. It warms me to no end. I absolutely love it. Uh, I love your reviews of Fairy Tale and Ruby. Uh, those got me into your podcast. I would be honored if you uh, were to read my review on your next podcast episode. Sorry it took me a year, uh, but I finally did. Uh, thank you so much, because I just now noticed it. Thank you so much for the review. I really love it. Uh, I can't wait for the return of Fairy Tale this year. Yep, me neither. Loved it. Uh, I also love the top ten songs and would love to see that done for Ruby, which is an interesting take. I do love the music from Ruby. It's uh, pretty awesome. And I have some friends who are big fans of Ruby as well. I think they'd be down for that. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, and fairy tale music as well. Fairy tale probably has my favorite uh, uh, in in anime music ever. So I would love to do that as well. Uh, I also have a list of anime that, is, that I suggest you watch and review. Uh, Izetta, The Last Witch. 
Uh, one Punch Man, of course I did One Punch. Uh, yeah, uh, Dragon Ball series, obviously I did the one Dragon Ball, but I'm sure they've probably gone back and seen that I did those. But uh, Girls und Panzer, Gate, uh, uh, thus the JSDF fought there. Um, Saga of Tanya the Evil, that one sounds interesting. Never heard of that one. That's the only one in here I've never heard of, actually. And it seems interesting. Uh, Sword Art Online, The Devil is a Part-Timer, uh, Snow White uh, Snow White with Red Hair, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, uh, Assassination Classroom, Is It Wrong to Pick Up Chicks in a Dungeon, and Red vs. Blue. All those series I know. Haven't done an episode on them yet, uh, but uh, they, they, some of them look pretty interesting. Uh, I know of Sword Art Online. Or I've watched Sword Art Online. I know of Devil is a Part-Timer. I know a lot of those uh, series, but haven't watched all of them. Red vs. Blue... I need to catch back up on. I only seen like three seasons of that. That's a Rooster Teeth original back in the day. That's what made their whole company. Actually, uh, I would say that made the whole company uh, a lot of money, and that's the reason that Rooster Teeth exists as the company that it is, is because of Red versus Blue. I should probably go back and check that series out. Um, but yeah. Uh, sorry if I suggested any that you already have done or already watched because I haven't listened to all your podcast episodes yet. Uh, if I could, if I could, I would give you six out of five stars. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much, Natsu Hartlizana. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast. Thank you so much for, uh, uh, how many years I've been doing this? Uh, since 2014, this is the fifth year, fifth, this will be my fifth year doing this podcast, thank you guys so much for all the love and all the listens, uh, it's been a, a real blast getting this, watching this thing grow and uh, get bigger, and I hope to make it even bigger in 2019 with video content and stuff like that, I really hope to reach out to the fans a lot more, the listeners, and hear what their suggestions are for things, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Uh, if you want to email me, email me at animationdestinationpod at gmail.com. Uh, that, that, that's where I'll pick up any fan mail or anything like that uh, from there or any suggestions for episodes. Or uh, check me out on social media at Facebook and on Twitter at animation and at animationpod on Twitter. Um, got a lot of good stuff. Uh, you know, that I'd love to interact with you guys a lot more and get this thing going. Uh, but that's it for this episode. Next week, it's... Dragon Ball Super Broly, the movie. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening, DNN.